0: and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at borough.com ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at borough.com ACAST. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score! Elba will score! Newcastle and won! He's there, Ron. It's there, He hits it He's, yes! got, it. He's got the field goal. He's got the premiership. He has gone from as I said, a captain to a legend and probably rugby
1: the league immortality. That's not a try, that's a miracle. Dolphins defeat the Titans 23 to 21. Honestly, watching this and I I bet you it's probably my Queensland bias. But I actually loved both teams' performances. And I'm actually really excited for both teams going forward. The Titans, now this is, what, two or three weeks in a row where they've shown grit, haven't let games completely fall apart in the second half. Um, And the Dolphins, once again, show their DNA, show that they are never out of a game. I'm actually really excited for both teams. And um, I I thought that both teams coming out of this game could hold their head high, really do.
0: I agree, mate. I've said a number of times I like the direction the Gold Coast Titans are heading in. They've got headaches to come in the future about how to fit guys into this team and whatnot, but I think they're building a really good core. Um, And, you know, I I think that – good win by by, by the Dolphins, but Titans, like – when you've got three key forwards like they do that are all origin stars, you take them all out, it makes a huge difference. Massive. And Brimo as well. Like They they were missing – Like as far as those four and how important they were to this side, I I would almost say that they were arguably – probably the most damaged by origin this week. And they just found a way to still hang in there. I think Sam Verrill's, mate, he has been tremendous for them.
1: Oh, mate, so, so important for them. So important. Um, I just, I love the fact that if you had said Titans lose four of their forwards in Brimo, you would have said they're going to get absolutely pounded into the earth. Yep. They just sowed so much grit. And I'm, I'm so excited for the Titans. Honestly, right now, looking at them, if they keep... Tino, they keep for and they get Ben Hunt. They're a top eight side next year.
0: And this is three weeks after losing their coach too?
1: Yeah. I, I really, really like one. Like, Foran was outstanding. Uh, but we'll talk about Dolphins first, and then we'll get to the Titans. Jeez, uh, the Dolphins are gritty. Like, they, they're easily the grittiest side in the comp, in my opinion. I think so. I, yeah. I don't think anyone holds a candle to them. Like, with the roster they have, with the situations they've been put in, they just never go away. They never go away. They never give up. Um, you know They're missing You know Tommy Gilbert as well uh, They've had all those injuries They're missing JM, um, K, J- Jerry Marshall King as well uh, Missing the hammer You know So they're missing Some players that, Like some players Main players yep. Um And I just thought That the, the way the Dolphins Just hung in that game Hung in that game And jagged to try here Jagged to try there Like even a guy like Jared Wallace Like couldn't get a start at the Titans He's so important To this This um, this Dolphins side He's been so good for them Uh who stood out for you for the Dolphins? I mean, what about uh, just
0: just to give an example of where they're at? Like Cody Nikorima, when he was played at fullback for South Sydney last year, Maddie, I just thought, my God, put the red sharpie through that. That can never happen again. He was all over the place from playing fullback there, and Wayne just takes arguably the most informed fullback in rugby league says so I'm going to pluck you at centre, Cody Nikorima. I'm going to throw you at one. He's been fantastic. I know it's
1: it is Wayne's ability to get players playing well is second to none. Like I cannot believe like Cody Nikorima. Some of his defence, try saving tackles that he made, one-on-one with Jaden Campbell when he made a break. Uh, the amount of work he's getting through, he's you know averaging over, I think, over 150 metres a game as a smaller body. Uh, if you had said to me at the start of the year, Cody Nicorema is going to be their fullback, I would have said, mate, you are off your head. I, like, said
0: we, I would have thought, okay, we're in the bottom two or three teams. We're struggling and there's injuries.
1: There's massive amount of injuries, but he's been great at fullback. He really yeah. has filled a hole. Um, now, if they can get that front-line defence sorted, you've got to have Hammer at fullback. I think. Um, but Cody hasn't been bad at all by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, uh, Jermaine Asako, once again, gets through a bunch of work. Uh, I just I love the work they get through as a team, though. Like, when you go and we go and try and do team of the week, yes, there's been some Dolphins in it, but a sign of a really good team, you go back to the Storm sides when they were dominant – you almost couldn't pick a player of the game mm. and you look at their starts and you watch the game and you go okay there were yeah moments where they stood out but no one really dominated their whole you know go forward or whatever and the dolphins are very similar uh, they just they work so well as a team they they don't really have you know when the hammer plays obviously he does because he's a superstar but you watch the game on the weekend and like can you tell me someone that just like jumped out at you
0: yeah or, or can you also tell me on the other side who's someone that had an absolute shocker. Mm. Or who's someone I never watch them and think, geez, he doesn't understand the game plan.
1: Yeah. He
0: doesn't know where this team is meant to be going. Like they all just seem to have a common direction. And I would assume that that is just Wayne being Wayne, simplifying everything and just showing, you know, how much of a simple game rugby league is when you understand what direction you're all going in.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's honestly amazing. Like, I'm, I'm looking at this team on paper and, like, it shouldn't be where it is. It really shouldn't. Like, And yet they continue to stay in matches, win the tight ones. Like, Titans completed at 87%. The Dolphins completed at 86%. This is a Titans side that can score points for fun at 87% completion rate. And the Dolphins managed to stay in the game.
0: You remember round one when they beat the Roosters and we all sort of went, oh, okay, bit of passion, they got up early, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Here we are in round 20. The Roosters are 13th, the Dolphins are 12th, and the Roosters have had one more buy than the Dolphins.
1: That is actually wild. That is actually wild to think that the Dolphins would be a round twenty. The Dolphins would be ahead of the Roosters, and isn't it? Isn't it? They lost their halfback for twelve weeks. But isn't it such an example of footy is about so much more than just talent? Because like the Roosters, that side is just pure talent. Like it is unbelievable that side on paper. The Dolphins were touted as the worst recruitment we've ever seen, and yet the Dolphins. At the moment, you have probably got more confidence in them making the eight than the Roosters.
0: One hundred percent, I do.
1: Like, which just shows you that, you know, we often talk about on this podcast about all the off-field stuff, and it probably drives you nuts. You go, "Fuck, what are you talking about off-field stuff?" But if the Dolphins aren't an example of that, ugh, I don't know what is. If
0: the Roosters got everyone back full strength this weekend against the Dolphins, I would take the Dolphins
1: full strength. Dolphins full, full strength. Roosters right now. <laughs> Honestly, if it wasn't paying a dollar eighty or a dollar ninety each, I'd be surprised.
0: It's like, incredible. It's yeah.
1: wild, yeah. It's unbelievable Amazing. what they've managed to do. Um, and what's, what's mental is they're on 20 points, which is one win outside the eight. That's how close this comp is. Yep. One win outside the eight. Amazing stuff. Um, I've got, I got to say, though, that, you know, I, I actually really um, loved Katoa's game. Now, he didn't kill it as in, you know, wasn't a superstar or whatever, but he got chucked <clears throat> in at nine for a period there. Yep. And I just love that. Didn't soak, didn't win, just went in. Like, we're, talk- we're talking about literally one of the most highly touted halves in many years coming out of grade. He's the New South Wales Cup Premier League winning half. Half back, yep. As an 18-year-old. And he gets told, mate, I need you to play number nine. And he goes, yep, sweet. Gets through a bunch of work and does his job so well. Um, and, you know, maybe he stays there for a little bit because I actually think, you know, he made 30 tackles, only missed three. And sometimes with players like a Katoa, you go, and Wayne's the king of this. You go, you know what? I want to put him at nine. He's going to have to work his ass off. So when he gets back to seven, he's going to be like, this is a breeze. Yep. Like contact with these, these guys are way smaller than what I was defending in the middle. So it actually might be a mass stroke for his long-term career putting him in at nine.
0: And as you said, you know, he got moved to hooker and there wouldn't have been any fuss or anything. And you know, I've told the story a few times, but Peter O'Sullivan, Wayne Bennett, uh, that they had a Zoom with this kid for 20 minutes and just went, yep, yep. that's the sort of person we wanted this club. Go and sign
1: him, whatever it takes. Yeah. Just gets thrown in at nine, works his ass off, 30 tackles, only three misses. Uh, for, a, for a rookie and a small smallish, I mean, he's still relatively big, but he's smallish, um, nine. Um, well, I'd say he's probably the same size as a lot of nines It's nines in the comp right now. I'm just trying to think that when I saw him, how tall he was, about my height. But for the first game ever at nine in the NRL, he didn't look out of place. He's still growing into his body too. Oh, he's going to get much yeah. bigger for sure. Uh, and and I just it's I just think that you know maybe playing him for a few games at nine whilst JMK is out. Might be the best for his career. Yeah,
0: I also think as well. Like as you said, you know he'll get used to the uh, um, physicality at nine and whatnot. Then he'll move back. But I also think when you move guys to different positions, and I think it's something that's really helped Matt Burton, for example. When you get to play the positions either side of you, you just get a better understanding for your position as well, how you want the ball Mm -hmm. and how you want it delivered, where you want to be. And I I think that it's you know you, you look at you know some of the greatest players, Freddie Daly, Wally Lewis, they could play different positions, and I think it just opens up your Understanding to mm. your position even more,
1: yeah. And like you look at maddie Burton, like he played mm. seven, and sometimes you need to play a position to know what you definitely don't want, yeah. Like, so I'm sure Burton was playing seven going, You know what? I definitely don't want to play this position, yeah. So anytime I'm at six, you know, thinking oh, a bit down or whatever, I go, I could be playing seven and it could be a nightmare, yeah. Um, and Katoa, he's probably going to come out of this <laughs> going, Jesus, that sucked. <laughs> But I'm so grateful to be playing six now or seven or whatever he ends up uh, in the end. So It will be
0: interesting where he does end up and I think it will probably be dictated by their signings over the next few years, whether he becomes a seven or a six. I think he could go either way at the moment.
1: Isn't it interesting? So I, I do respect the Dolphins' stance where all these guys have gone into the market and Dolphins have straight out come out and said, no, nope, not interested, no, nope, not interested. Like Tino for Fido, they said, no, nope, not interested. And I just think that, like, there are some clubs that need to take note of that yep. because the Dolphins are saying to everyone else, we are confident in our plan and we're not going to let the market dictate to us and go in for every single player. And it's a, maybe it's a mixture of two things. It's a mixture of Wayne being burnt initially, but also it's a, a message to everyone else saying, no, we don't need to go and buy a marquee player right now. The only player that's a marquee player that we're going to buy is someone that's part of our plans, someone that we feel we need. For example, a Flegler and Herbie. Matter of fact... I heard a little bit about Herbie with the Dolphins, but I didn't actually hear that much about Flegler to the Dolphins. Um, And you look at this side now with Herbie and Flegler arriving next year and you go, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And you know they'll get something out of Avarillo. Oh, absolutely. yeah. I didn't hear anything about Avarillo to the Dolphins until it basically happened. Um, And, and like, there are some clubs where they're linked to everyone, you know, and they come out and say, yeah, yeah, we're going for them. And it's like, is that a good message to send your players?
0: the dolphins should be
1: linked to everyone.
0: It's wild they're not.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what, so like, impressive. It's, it's so yeah. It's a really good point. Like they should be linked to every, everyone. They, they weren't even linked to Ben Hunt. <clears throat> I was sitting there going, Ben Hunt is a surety. Like you bring them. they've they've gone, no. Nah. No, nah, we've got a plan. No, nah, I'm not interested. Tino for feeder. No, nah, I'm not interested. And and yet they should literally be every single player that comes on the the market, it should be oh dolphins are interested. Dolphins are interested. But they don't. That and and what Wayne is doing there. My assumption is he is trying to send a message to his playing group that I have faith in you. Yeah, I have faith in you. Whereas when you go out and you constantly say we're going for this player, we're going for that player, what you're saying to your current roster don't we don't have faith in you.
0: Which is what Wayne's always done. To give you an example, the guy he's got in this squad, Branko Lee, picks him in the 2020 Origin series. He gets ruled up in the warm. He gets ruled out in the warm up for game one. Game two he's not available. Wayne said to him the week before Origin three, the decider. If you're fit, I'll pick you. You're in my game one team.
1: You're in. That's in. You're in my game. You you're in. in my team. If if
0: you can if you can prove to me you're fit, I'm picking you. Because right. you were so in I'm, my game one. Because you're in my game one side. Yeah, and Branko oh. obviously went on to play game three and they win that, and he's playing to, uh, on the edge with Edric. I hate, Lee. That,
1: hate to reflect that on you know the current situation you guys find yourself in, but isn't that a different mindset? Yeah, I'm sure you hated it. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, you look like a guy that hated it. And <laughs> <laughs> like, what's crazy as well? No disrespect for Branko Lee, we're talking about Branko Lee here. Yeah, we're not talking about <clears throat> Dally M winners and next big things and. But it is funny with Great
0: Coach. I'll tell you, because I, I I had Branko on the podcast at the end of that season, just after he'd had that Origin series, he walked into so he went down to the Melbourne Storm, mm. and in there he did their whole preseason. All the predicted teams had him at center to start the season. The week of round one, uh, Craig Bellamy calls him into his office and says, "Mate, I'm picking Murray on at center." Came from nowhere. Yeah. Branko went, okay, fair enough. Branko being Branko went, yeah, I'll wear that. As he walks out, Craig goes, um, but keep working because if you keep at it, you'll play Origin. No fucking way. Yeah. And Branko walked out of there and he said to me on the podcast, he's like, like just drop me. Didn't even pick me in the round one team. Walked out and told me out of nowhere I'd play Origin. He was on a train and trial three weeks before that. At the end of that season, he won a combat centre and played Origin.
1: That is incredible. Unbelievable story. Yep. Craig Bellamy to go, yeah, you're not in my side, but you could play Origin this year if you have a crack. Yep.
0: Keep your head down, you'll, you'll play Origin. <sighs> so that's two guys that just backed Branko in and fully believed in him.
1: And he wins amazing. a comp
0: and then plays Origin.
1: That is absolutely amazing. That is true. Like, again, like, you know, Branko Lee, he's a battler. He's not, you know, he's not Latrell Mitchell in the <coughs> centre. He's not Tommy Travojevic. Fair play to Brinko Lee as well. Premiership and an origin win. like 100%. And in that grand play, final, there was sort of one try they got through and the rest of the game he marked Stephen
0: Crichton and held his own. Yeah. For a guy that's not noted for his defence.
1: Mm. I love those stories about players like Brinko Lee who just keep turning up, keep turning up, having a crack. And, you know, you can say what you will, he's the one with the premiership <clears throat> ring and an origin win.
0: And before arriving in Melbourne, he was remember he
1: was unwanted by the Titans. Mm. Yeah, wow. That's a, that's an incredible story. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Dolphins, I just think that if you needed a blueprint about making something out of nothing and yep. how to build a DNA and a culture in a side, and it's very easy to say because not everyone's Wayne Bennett. Like the, the one difference here is the Wayne Bennett factor, but I think that there are a lot of clubs right now that could take a lot. Like we always we always want to look at the number one side, the Storm, the Penrith, and go, okay, let's emulate Penrith and the Storm. But sometimes you need to realise you are not the Storm. You are not Penrith. So if you do want to build some culture and some DNA, look at the Raiders. Look at the, the Dolphins. Like these are teams with <laughs> rosters that you know Raiders obviously a better roster than the Dolphins or whatever. But yeah, these are teams with the rosters that aren't necessarily the best, but are matching it with some of the better rosters.
0: And I just sit here and think, when's going to be the last amazing thing Wayne does? Yeah, is no. this it, or is is there more to come? No, it's is he going to be a part of the new team that comes in the 18th team and do the same thing?
1: Yeah, I can't rule it out. And I'm sure there are people going to be sitting there going with the Dolphins, oh, yeah, they lost four in a row or whatever. Mate, they were a, like a millimetre away from beating the Broncos. It only took individual craziness. Then the week before, um, they were absolutely decimated with injuries and they played uh, Parrot Eels, I think, that was pretty much full strength outside of maybe uh, Dylan Brown. And then the week before that, the Dolphins played. They had a bye. And then I think there's a one game before that. Oh, think where? I think the one before that was Manly. And then Yeah, and then they had they had a red hot manly side and they were decimated by injury. But outside of that, <coughs> they've been in every single like they have fought tooth and nail every game. Yep. Like to think they're on currently <clears throat> they are on uh ten wins. They were predicted to be lucky to get six wins in the season. Uh they're on they're on eight wins. Oh, eight wins. Oh, and they've had two buys. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, so we're in round 20 this week? This is
0: round 20 coming up.
1: So, essentially, they may, they may go 10 for 10, like, as in, yeah. well, they got two boys and eight. So they're they're 10, eight and nine at the moment. eight and nine. So, like, they could, if they continue this average, they could end the season, like, you know, 11 and 12 or something like yep. that, which is phenomenal. It's, dull, like it's nearly double what was predicted. If, if you asked everyone on the panel at the start of the year, Dolphins, eight wins for the year. Good season. We all would have said yes. It was a great season. Well, I think Timmy said they'd be lucky to finish last. Tim, yeah. Timmy, said right. that, Timmy said they wouldn't win more than two games. Timmy said they shouldn't even be in the comp. <laughs> <laughs> and he said Wayne can't coach. That's what he said. I'm, hey, look, rewind the tape. <laughs> Defend don't blame yourself, me. Timmy. Yeah. Don't, don't blame me. Timmy the tin heart was talking shit. <laughs> no, He didn't say any of that, guys. Just joking. Um, now on to the Titans. As I said... Kieran Foran, was absolutely phenomenal. And I am so excited for the the Titans side. I really think if they keep this core together and they can add someone like Benny Hunt to it, I think even if they don't add Benny Hunt, I'm still excited for this squad. I really am. I think that they've got so much upside. I thought Kelly was outstanding yesterday. Campbell, obviously outstanding. But they're just getting some grit into their game. They're getting grit. They're getting fight. And they've got such a young squad that... This squad could be together for at least five years. On top of all that, if they got buy-in from Tino and Fafita, they don't really have many other players that are superstars that are going to demand these. So they're not actually going to get like raided by clubs that much, I don't think, Yep. which is a really good thing to have. Um, Even though they lost, as I said, I am excited for the Titans. I really am. And we said probably five or six weeks ago, and I know –
0: a lot of people blew up and called bullshit on us. So I think that they, they won a game a few weeks ago, so 36-34. And we just went, sweet. I'd rather you lose yeah. in a tight game that's low scoring. And this one wasn't extremely low scoring. I'm almost
1: happier one. with this. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely like I am hundred percent because look at the grit they showed without their key players. Yeah.
0: Jeez Kieran Forum was good. Sorry. <laughs> that was so just an absolute vintage performance. That's you can just – Foz has just seen everything in rugby league. Nothing surprises him anymore. He can just handle every situation.
1: So good to see. Mate, he had a try, two try assists, uh, a 69 metres, a tackle break, three line break assists, 24 tackles. Just, a, again, sometimes there's certain players when their team needs them to step up as senior players, they go a little bit quiet. Fawns the opposite. He said, no, they need me today. They need me.
0: I love that when he threw that pass to Campiera, put him down the sideline, you know, you are throwing the ball to arguably the fastest guy in rugby league, you've put him in space. At age 30, whatever he is, falls with his body breaking Cammy's out. I
1: holding on by a thread. He could have
0: just dropped off. Yeah. He could have dropped off, and no one would have said anything. Still, he's the only one that chases. And, of course, in that moment, what happens? Campiera chips, and everyone else falls over, and he's the only one within Cooey of that football.
1: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely, I... Mate, I am uh, just so impressed with Foran. Like, he has brought so much to that club, and I just don't think that they would have this kind of grit in them. And, yeah, it's a long year, so we haven't had it for the whole year. There's been some up and downs this year. But this last month of footy, I just don't I think I have that in them if, if Foran isn't here. Yep, I just don't I think they do. Um, another guy I want to shout out, though, a bit of an unsung hero, but Chris Randall. Like, what's – he, so he's playing in the middle – so, yeah. As like a Cotter life. He's not as big as Cotter. Nope. But the energy he brings is phenomenal. He played 77 minutes. 77 minutes. He had 10 runs for 122 metres. 10 runs. So he's averaging 12 metres a run. 45, uh, sorry, uh, 30 post contact, uh, two tackle breaks, two line breaks, 52 tackles. That's a fucking
0: knock. She's tough, Louise tough as nails, mate. The one that stood out for me that I loved was the 17, making his debut, Jacob Arlick. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been a part of like Queensland resident side and all that for quite some time. I think he's about 23, 24 years old. Um, I I was excited about him, but I, I didn't say much because I thought, you know what, he'll play 20 minutes. He might play 15 minutes. Yeah. He played 60 minutes of footy and killed it.
1: Yeah,
0: wow. I, I reckon they'll find a spot for him moving forward. I reckon he'll be in this side.
1: It's just like a big mobile fo- mobile just,
0: forward. He, yeah. he reminds me a little bit of – um. do you remember Reece Martin? You used to play for Canterbury? Yeah. Had a bit of X-Factor to him. was hard to handle. Had a good little offloading and just sort of do a little bit of everything. I, I, he, he's very similar to him. Very good player.
1: <clears throat> um, yeah, very exciting. And, it's you know, you just want those butlers. Another guy like Sam Verrills, 56 tackles, 2 misses. And this is where I think the the Titans need to be given props because they specifically went out and recruited tough, tough players. Sam Berrells, tough defender. Randall, tough defender. Kieran Foran, tough as well. And I think they're starting to see the reward. I really do. Which has never
0: really been what we look at the Titans as or even the Gold Coast in general. Mm. Uh, But I like that move in their way. I'm pretty tough. (laughs) How dare
1: I, of course. I'm from the Gold Coast. I'm pretty tough, but whatever. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you're a dog, but whatever you're Beach boys No, I'm a country actually I'm from the country, mate Gold Coast country And I'm tough, alright Don't fucking insult me <laughs> um, No, you're right though it, Gold Coast, is, it's the glamour It's the, the, like, the glitter strip It's all about scoring more points than the opposition And they still have that in them yeah. But I think that they deserve props For going, identifying Last year, and we spoke about ad nauseum You need gritty defenders They're nailing it.
0: But I also, you know, I want the Titans to keep that attitude of, fuck it, we're going to score more points than you. But Mm -hmm. if they can just zone in that defence, and it's not a big change. If you can concede one to two less tries per game, you're going to win the vast majority of your games of football.
1: Absolutely. I mean, Jermaine uh, uh, Jolliffe, 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 51 tackles as well. So they had three players over 50 tackles. He's underrated. He He gets through a lot of work. He's actually really important. Wasn't he injured and he came back a few weeks ago? He's actually quite important to that side, I think. Um, you know, and for a guy, so he came in, he's, he places his Maui for Uh I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today And he played 59 minutes, he had 13 runs for 130 meters, one tackle break, two offloads 51 tackles, only four misses like I think he had that one error, but outside of that one error, he's obviously fatigued, like so tired, because they've got an offload to his bootlaces.
0: Yeah, Joloff did his, his pec and had surgery, so he Yeah, was yeah. Ages. so
1: as I said, I'm just really excited for the Titans. I really think that they're going to turn a corner. I really do. And like Desi coming in, like uh, you, you feel a bit for Holbrook because you go, could have they turned a corner with Holbrook? Yeah. Because he laid all this foundation, but at the same time, like – you know, maybe they've shown grit since losing Holbrook. So maybe, did you see
0: that thing on the news the other day? It was like they were they, were at, they were at Sydney Airport and they were like, "Oh, planes have been delayed." And yeah, they always flash to the crowd and there's 25 pissed oh, off yeah. people. Saying. Desi was at the front of the line. No way <laughs> on <going laughs> the Gold Coast. Yeah, that's real.
1: That is hilarious.